Hey folks, this is the F Plus Podcast. Terrible things, read with enthusiasm. My name's Lemon. And I'm John. And uh, hey John, do you watch the show Mythbusters at all? Uh, yes, I do actually. I've caught it from time to time. It's one of those shows that I wouldn't hunt out uh, you know, on its regular airing date with new episodes, but you know, yeah. you turn on the TV, it's on, and you got something else to do while that's on. You know, why not? It's a weird combination of good and bad because, you know, the I think that the the sort of underpinning idea of the concept or idea of the show rather um you know it's it's fun it's interesting and then there's just so much kind of just crappy production value like that annoying narrator um yeah and this then time and, he got more than he bargained for exactly yeah that's 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 awful but anyway so there's the there's the the girl in it right and yeah the one that they've did, had a number of them some girl i don't know yeah the, but there's like the main girl that just kind of like is you know just jumping up and down and being cute and that sort of thing. Um, but anyway, I was I was watching an episode and they were doing something that didn't make any sense, which is that they were like shooting a gun while moving their hand, and then that was supposed to make the bullet actually curve trajectory. Right. Yeah. But but the point of it is, and this is just sort of how F plus has warped my mind, is that is that I'm watching this episode and I'm seeing a pregnant woman shooting a pistol and I'm going, Oh fuck, there's people on the internet jerking off to this. Yeah, pretty much. That's, that's basically how it goes down. And, um, (laughs) well, the thing is what I was thinking and when you brought up that this was a topic, I'm like, Oh, that show. Yeah. I like it. All right. And then I realized, Oh wait, so for one thing, it's got a really nerdy fan base, which, you know, isn't necessarily Mm -hmm. bad on its own. It can lead to something, but you know, I mean, you know, Star Trek has a weird nerdy fan base, but it's not necessarily like perverted. That's still worth an episode, though. But yeah, yeah. Well, you know, but it'd be more like, haha, look at these nerds, than you know, anything really <laughs> varying into deviant territory for the most part. For the most part. Mm-hmm. Then I realized, oh, this was a show on cable television, on you know, pretty much general broadcast television, for the most part. That featured a girl farting in an episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I see why this cho- topic was chosen. <laughs> I I want to tell you something before we get started. Here is that um, we had a uh, we had a two bre- two week break from recording um, for various right. reasons, and so coming back into it, I think we all got a little anxious, and, uh, and this episode sort of ended up as a clusterfuck. So we're going to be breaking this down into three sections. Uh, the first of us we'll be getting to in just a second is MythBusters uh, fan site and then two others after it. Um, for this first section, what we have is the official forums uh, of the Mythbusters, which unfortunately they've removed some of the more deviant posts, which is unfair of them, really. I mean, come on. But, uh, yeah, yeah, for us. Look out for us, yeah. For us, um, but on the other side of that, what's interesting mm-hmm. is that they take out the more deviant, the worse ones, but the fact that what they left in was the best stuff that they had yeah, to take out the first stuff. and still, the stuff that's left in is still as bad as it is, is pretty great. Yeah. Alright, so let's get to our readers and uh, yeah, let's find out about Mythbusters fans. Enjoy this messed up clusterfuck of an episode. I, we did. I hope you will. In the room tonight we have Ace Erica Waddle. Honey, I'm gonna bust your myth. <laughs> Boots rain gear. Uh, flatulence. <laughs> it's flatulence Bunny bread Fuck this gay internet For John I'm a conquista dog Yes <laughs> Conquista dog Jack chick For John <laughs> Come quads it up I true do dogs farting <laughs> And lemon. Okay, what we're going to explore in this podcast is how people write things. Let's get to <laughs> it. Okay, who wants uh, the first of a couple conversations about farting? Oh man, I'm I got it. Everybody jumps up for some farts. Boots, boots, wants farts. Farts, rain gear. <laughs> the San Francisco. Uh, 
All right, let's try to just do kind of alphabetical. Is this the one about the favorite carry moment or something else? Yes. Yeah. What's your favorite carry moment? (laughs) Oh, Mm. I've seen this show like a total of four times, and Mm -hmm. I think I've seen the one where they they were... It was like the myth of, like, do women fart? Yeah. Of course they don't! (laughs) You know, uh, I I want you to know something, and you're going to probably find that out in this thread, I think. Um, but you're lucky for having seen that, because you see the episode. the The myth is actually called "Do Pretty Girls Fart," which uh, is really just offensive to uh, me on so many like levels. Any of us have ever been but, close to a pretty girl? But that's pretty much just that, that's pretty much just straight up. We're giving some guys with a fetish, you know, a, a gimmick right. here. It's like but do more balloons give you a boner? It, it didn't. <laughs> It didn't air in America. It only aired in Canada, and the American fans are not happy about that. Oh, wow. Oh, gee. Congratulations, Canada. That's what they think of you. They thought you were the proper demographic for this. Uh, and... So I, I probably saw it because it's aired constantly on Discovery Canada. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's the only thing that shows. You're watching the Mythbusters farting channel. It's the only it's, <laughs> it's, it's the... still jerking. It's the only thing yeah, that shows on Discovery Canada. Next on Ow My Butt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like that one. Uh, so, Acer, start it out. <clears throat> what is your favorite carry moment? Was it Son of a Gun? The James Bond special? Tell us your favorite carry episode. Please include episode name. Thank you. I'd have to say either killer brace position because of the moment when she looked at the camera and apologized to her parents for doing something dumb again. Or crimes oh. and myth demeanors, too, when oh, she yeah. tried to beat the alarm in the chicken suit. Hang on, just a second. <sighs> then with the sheet, that was pure oh. sex comedy. Comedy. <laughs> I, I just like to point out that Bunny Bread has a very poor uh, understanding of the alphabet. What? Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Boots. That's okay. I have, I have an excellent one here. No way, because he's butts rain gear, <laughs> yeah, no, so you're okay. You do have a good one. This is actually a very good one. H-I-J-K-L-M-N-U-O-P. I don't know, but there have been some funny things. Oh, <laughs> you're a good conversationalist. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I like funny things. They're funny. Yeah. And his username is Myth838. 836. 836. Yeah, don't get him I wrong. Hey, eight three eight is actually a really interesting guy. Don't knock him out. Oh. This is the. I bet he's the kind of guy. It's like, where do you want to eat? Some place with food. Is there okay? So this is uh, Gaja Nine. Um, is there a best of carry plan or something? Well, I would like to see the do pretty girls. Fart myth finally air. Oh, no pun intended. <laughs> I always like the little moments of her dancing. Mythbusters revealed air cylinder rocket. They're rare, but I think she might have rhythm. Can't say the same for Adam. Very smiley <laughs> face. And next we have Jelly Belly Boy, and uh, he says, Is it possible to jump into a pool of jelly beans? Just wondering. <laughs> he just thought he'd throw that out there. You know. Is it possible to jump into a pool of semen? Just wondering. I, li- I like the idea that that like on uh, November seventeenth of last year, he joined the forums and posted that in about seven thousand different places in hopes of getting a response. <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it possible to jump into a pool of jelly beans? I really like jelly beans. <laughs> In Mythbusters Revealed, I think, they showed some footage of her doing animal imitations. <laughs> Funniest thing I'd seen in a long time. Oh, did she time. bark like a dog? <laughs> oh, well, right. don't worry, guys. Max Man's here to keep the peace. <laughs> let, me, let me redo the line, then. Is it possible to jump into a pool of jelly beans? Just wondering. Don't hijack threads! <laughs> this isn't even a suggestion! 
it is a discussion about previous episodes. <laughs> I was just wondering, man. I'm sorry. Forum cop, forum cop. <laughs> I am God here. You uh, fucking line. I don't know about you guys and gals, but during the catching a bullet in your teeth myth, where Tori and Carrie went to check on the aftermath of shooting a bullet onto another bullet in the pig's jaw, her re reaction to the aftermath was just hysterical. Then when Tori went to show her a tooth that was shot off, it got even more laughable. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I think anytime Carrie is visibly disturbed by dead animals and that reaction is caught on camera is priceless. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the fuck? Wow. What the hell is wrong with people? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love it when her own safety. If he got also, a date with this Carrie, would he just take her around showing her roadkill? We're gonna go on a date to the butcher shop. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what I'd like to picture? Uh, I'd like to picture Jelly Belly Boy coming back to this thread and being like, "Man, you guys are weird." <laughs> to sit in my Jelly Belly bath and not read this. This is the skunk also, that died under my nose. pirate special, when the build team was discussing how the pirate-themed obstacle course worked, Carrie said, and I quote, They don't stab me! I'm the good one! Immediately after she said that, I thought to myself, That's a matter of opinion there, Carrie. And that Oh, became, gross! Well, at least Jesus! <laughs> no! Oh! You've been a bad girl. Now I've got to show you my sheep heads. <laughs> this will be like that famous Gorgoroth concert. You'll be the crucified one. <laughs> Fucking like, hell. I like that you thought that that was an accessible joke that other people would get. <laughs> you be quiet. <laughs> no, I think this is the kind of guy that, like, you're walking out of 7-Eleven and he comes up to you and he's like, you know, taxidermy gets a bad rap. I, I bet, I bet. I'm gonna just go to my car. It's just no, fine. My, my favorite isn't like, you know, his his favorite moment in the series isn't something that actually happened. It's something that happened yes. in his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made myself laugh when I talked about her. Uh, in my mind, she dates me. In the Ninja Myths episode, when Tori asked who was going to catch the sword with their bare hands, Carrie's answer of. People say I'm not that quick is hands down my favorite. A close it. second, be very quiet, we're hunting moss. In the oh, Willie oh. Sto Rolling Stone Gather Moss myth, <laughs> Carrie at her most uncomfortable during the revisit of the peeing on, a, peeing on an electric fence myth. Slim Jim 548, a connoisseur of what, I have no idea. <laughs> Love the rocket select segments. Never gets old. Carrie and the gang's reaction shots are priceless. Like Jamie, I like Big Bang. <laughs> I do too, but I don't like to post about it in public. <laughs> well, I don't do it in public. <laughs> they're just, they're, they're abandoning you. in public. They're abandoning yeah. any pretense that this isn't turning them on, is it? It's just it's just all out here at this point. Yeah. Stay yeah. <laughs> on the table. And this is the scaled back. This is after all the other creepy posts were deleted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we well, you know what? You know what, Lemon? You know what, Lemon? You know what, Lemon? Yes. Lemon, the cream rises to the top. And here we are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, this is bullet 6055. My favorite was during the exploding house episode where they were doing the plant growth experiment, and so they had Carrie yelling profanity into a mic, and then she turns to the camera with that award-winning smile and yells, "How was that?" Oh, that was hot. That's what that was. It's <laughs> all just ridiculous minutia. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. Here's a. Was, my favorite episode was the time when they were cutting the commercial, and you totally saw her ankle. Hey, you know what you're seeing here, guys? You're seeing the list of Wikipedia contributors. These are all the people that write the trivia section on every page. Okay, here's uh, here's Keithel. <laughs> I thought the one of her farting was classic. She was so embarrassed. Ha <laughs> ha. Her fart sounded funny, also. Ha <laughs> ha. 
<laughs> Indeed. <laughs> well, this is Gokin's men. He has to say, what about the vodka filtration myth? Everyone yeah. McCary correctly ordered the vodkas in order of quality. Cheap, Brita filtered cheap, and top shelf. Upon getting them backwards, Carrie shrugs and says, Wow, I guess I'm a cheap date. Hey. Oh, God. Maybe maybe I have a chance. (laughs) (laughs) I have a Brita filter. Love comes... Vodka and a smile. In my house, love comes in a plastic bottle, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hands down for me. I'm going to get around here and I'm going to pop off. (laughs) Uh, Terrible. Hands down for me is the James Bond special. If just for her in the white dress with a riffle. (laughs) riffle? Riffles have rudges. (laughs) I think it was a riffle. I haven't seen it recently. Riffles have rudges. Brought to you by the Slicks Chips. Riffle is supposed to be rifle. No, it's not. (laughs) Clearly, if it was supposed to be rifle, it would have been spelled rifle once. Oh my god. (laughs) I thought it was like something on the dress. She was wearing like a Shakespearean ruffle thing. Yeah, it was a white dress with like a yeah. I thought it would like had some like artistic wrinkles in it or something. Or maybe he, me- maybe he meant to say ripple, and she was wearing a white dress and had a bottle of cheap wine. No, he's talking about <laughs> weaponness. Look, it's just riffle, my niffle. Come on. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know what? There's not enough farting now. Um, yeah. t- uh, we, we need more. You know what, Lemon? I, I say that every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the funny thing is, the other inhabitants of uh, of John's house do not say the same thing. <laughs> yep. All right. I want to give number one of this to Jack Chick and number two to Kumquat. Um, we can read past that, but the first two are are what matter. Okay. So on the I- subject of death by flatulation. Ah. <laughs> All right, so this is Hastin R with a very, very important observation. The word is pronounced flatus, not flatus, you flatheads. <laughs> I checked two dictionaries. Please announce this on the show. It's like thousands, millions. <laughs> of Western civilization starts here. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I gotta say that's a weird thing for Skeletor to get up in arms about. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna add this to the innumerable list I have of things I want Brian Blessed to read. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get him on the yeah, show? Yeah, I, 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 as soon as you said that, I was like, we have to find a way somehow... <laughs> To get Brian Blessed in, in, dude, into our dude. into our podcast that only All our right, friends. Which one of you? Which one all of you have to have... fuck Brian Blessed? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's Brian, easier than that. All you have to do. I all you have to fuck do, him anyways. No, seriously. All you have to do is tell him he's doing a voiceover for Zeus. He'll do anything if you say that. <laughs> <laughs> he did that for a pinball game on the DS. I mean, come on. Hey, English teacher, shut up. That wasn't even a big deal. Wow, they mispronounced <laughs> a word. Shut it. <laughs> what was wrong, however, is that they didn't test the lethality of breathing plus farting at both the CO2 levels and and the mix of other gases in Jamie's gas. What? Oh my god. Wow, they didn't have farts on TV. <laughs> farts on film. The fact is they went to high-tech. They should have gone low-tech for that myth. I've stunk up my bathroom plenty of times and have to use (laughs) matches to cover up the smell. No, it doesn't burn off gases, but 
the much stronger smell of sulfur does cover up the smell of the flayus. I mean, that's actually surfer, but... (laughs) (laughs) I suggest if you're ever worried about your friends following after you into the bathroom to light a match. (laughs) Years ago, when I was in engineering school, we had way too much time on our hands one Saturday night. We also had a fraternity brother who was a flatus, common pronunciation machine. (laughs) After consuming some adult beverage... We decided what to investigate the, the phenomenon of flatus. Oh, Shortly after lighting a match to cover the smell, someone wondered if F apostrophe RTS would burn. We fuck? turned off the lights. The machine bent over. When the time was right, or ripe, <laughs> a conveniently placed lighter proved that, indeed, intestinal gases are flammable. The blue flame was diffused by being strained through his briefs. So... Yes, this is true. He dropped his drawers, and the experiment was repeated. The length of the flame was rather impressive. Unfortunately, there was a small complication. The machine was particularly hairy in the nether regions. As the pressure subsided on the gas stream, the flame front followed. The hairs on his apostrophe SS caught on fire. (laughs) No, apostrophe dollar sign, dollar sign. That's an asterisk on apostrophe. We've got nothing right here. Listen they to that Flatus guy. He would take you to task for calling that an apostrophe. Okay, apostrophe, dollar sign, dollar sign. No, it's an asterisk. Ah! <laughs> asterisk. <laughs> we all laughed so hard, we were too weak to put him out. The burns were not too bad. The point I'm trying to make is that the attempt to test whether the match masked the odor versus reduced it was not valid because there was no methane in the chambers. The concentration of methane is higher than either of the sulfur-containing compounds, hydrogen sulfide and methyl mercaptan. The combustion of the methane would greatly assist the removal of the odorous compounds. The acrid smell of safety matches is due to the burning of the antimony sulfide in the head of the match. By burning a match, you are substituting one sulfurous compound for another. Is Adam up to the challenge of replicating our experiment? I don't know. There's no. It's not specific because I don't know what the adult beverage was. Oh, oh that's yeah. it was it was woman's breast milk. <laughs> of course, <laughs> full grown. How many parties did you go to? <laughs> and he's talking about f- asterisk birds. <laughs> and the asterisk dollar sign dollar sign. There. Hey, sir, you got a flatus, flatus, for your thinking method of correcting pronunciation. Burn? I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Deal with it, bitch. Okay, so there may be two different ways of pronouncing this. For example, Americans pronounce aluminum aluminum, and <laughs> Brits pronounce it alu. Min, e, um, and <laughs> leisure is li, zur, American style, and les, sure, Brit style. I've, les, sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta say, you Americans have a, a very awkward way of pronouncing aluminum as aluminum. Yes, aluminum. Hey, don't lock that. Don't knock that aluminum leisure. It's great stuff. Uh, Les, I like how he Les spells sure. it al- aluminium, and then it's aluminium. If you're gonna be British about it, aluminium. El aluminium. Who's to say who's right? It depends which dictionaries you're referring to, as I'm guessing American and British dictionaries might have different ways of pronouncing things. Well, except Americans are just lazy when it comes to spelling color. There's supposed to be a U in there. Damn! Oh, damn! Suck it, America. Oh, my country. Under using your U. Yeah, you've been, you've been dissed. All right. Oh, sure. Next time I go to the theater, I'll think about that. All right, so this is Hellcat Man, all right? Just stick a lighter to your bed and flatulate. See what happens. It can be done with pants on. If you have a good one that lasts for about two seconds. <laughs> and the next one. Use your hands and hands the And get ready and fire. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. 
<laughs> oh god. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, just real quick. Okay, this wait, is Wait, wait, uh, can I read Can I read oh, Soft yeah. JJ? Oh, I wanted to take Soft JJ, but go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you can actually do the accent though. I can't. You do it. Actually, maybe Acer should. Which one are we talking about here? Oh yeah, Acer soft, should take soft over. Soft JJ. Here. Yes, yeah, very end. Your standard thing. Yeah, can Holy, do, very some, end? do a Flemish. Yeah, uh, do some Flemish. Yeah, need a Flemish act. Flemish. Hello, hello. I'm from Belgium, and I watch MythBusters now for like six months. I always was satisfied with answers, but today it wasn't. I just saw the episode of Death by Flatulation. I don't know if the next thing is already checked because the research was so incorrect. <laughs> when you go and counted with the normal produced gases from a flatus. It will be that time. But here we go, just the myth of beans and eggs that will make the smell worse. Not to admit I eat 10 eggs a week. It's true. What I think is, what I think is you like should put Adam or someone else on a beans and cabbage diet. 24H will set the trick. And then you try to take up a flatus every 12H or 6H. You bring the example to that thing to check what's in it, and you watch how it increased some stuff. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yes. Then, then you can check for an hour the amount of flatus you let go for someone on a beans and cabbage diet. I think it will be two or something each hour. Then you got your real results. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to have the real answer. I can't believe that's the answer. I hope this gets answered soon because I'm curious. P.S. Thanks for the shows. I love them all. Okay, so as as mentioned, that was the uh, official Math- MythBusters fan site. There is an unofficial one, however. Oh dear. Which has a uh, really um, good color scheme. Um, and this is all mostly people who have been banned from the other site. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um, I'm not even going to tell you what happens in this one. You'll, you'll yeah, find out. A surprise. <laughs> So yeah, I think the I think the phrase "it'll take a few posts to be really informative" pretty much sums it up for us too. This is a broad topic, and it'll take a few posts to be really informative. But I thought I'd share some of my learnings with others here in the event that they might want to undertake such an endeavor themselves. Note that it will focus on the technical aspects of the subject and not the spiritual. This is tech, not oogie boogie. <laughs> oh, that's bad. To anyone that wants to become a paranormal investigator or ghost, (laughs) (laughs) this is hard science. Now then, ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) You must first stop thinking that it's not science. It's true that there's no solid. scientific about this. <laughs> hey, be it's absolutely science. Sure, there's no evidence, but <laughs> this is Kentucky science class, people. Come on. It's true that there's no solid empirical evidence to support the existence of ghosts. There are only unexplained phenomena. Oh, okay, it's then. those unexplained phenomena that a true investigator attempts to explain. Yeah, We're not trying we to prove ghosts are real, just scientific, I guess. We're not trying to disprove them. We're trying to help people that have strange things happen in their homes by finding explanations for those things. Oh, so it's if the we... science of not proving anything. <laughs> We're no, honest. It's, no, it's the science of making money for not doing anything. <laughs> Oh, it's the science of a bunch of dumb people walking around a house going, dude, I think I saw a thing. (laughs) If we can find no explanation for those things, this does not mean their home is is or is not haunted. (laughs) (laughs) Every investigator should go into an investigation thinking, how can I prove there's no ghosts here? (laughs) Well, by walking away. That mindset is as important a part of your toolbox as the scientific method, Occam's razor, and a means of collecting evidence. If you look for something, then it will be found. If you look at points out there, that makes makes sense. That's why investigators always manage to get all of the evidence at a crime scene. (laughs) 
if you look to prove it's not there and you can't, then you need to accept that there's a possibility. <laughs> they no! prove this shit. So therefore it happened. Look, come on, guys. Next next up on the sci-fi channel, Vague Hunters. <laughs> <laughs> there are things going on somewhere and they will be there, kind of. My name's Tracy Morgan and this is my belly. <laughs> <laughs> Absence of evidence is not evidence of absence, but it is also not evidence of presence. <laughs> that was a Zen cone that somehow got left out. <laughs> Zen cones are the foundation of modern science. Yeah. <laughs> the Tao of stupid. <laughs> also, except that because there's no solid evidence that can be shared, shown, or analyzed, everything involved is theory. Oh, Until God. some form of solid evidence of the afterlife is found, ghosts must be viewed as, at best, a possibility and not as fact. If you believe in ghosts, then more power to you. But when you're investigating, you have to clearly separate your belief in ghosts in general from the possibility that this particular ghost you're investigating exists. It very probably does not exist at all. I feel like every sentence makes its own conclusion and then <laughs> contradicts with the one before it. <laughs> You know how you know how Richard Dawkins will go and talk to creationists and different things like that. I just picture him meeting this guy, and he's like, "All right, that's it. Everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. There's no more to do." About ninety percent of paranormal investigations come up with nothing to support any supernatural events. Evidence of any kind is rare. I thought nothing had been proved. Oh Jesus! Uh. And unless the person you want to hand this evidence was there when you collected it. All evidence collected in this way must be viewed with skepticism. Yes, this is the place for skepticism. You might be the world's most honest person, but a true scientist must always consider the possibility that you're lying, simply because it is possible, and it is the simpler answer. Unless someone can see you collect the data yourself, and you know you falsified nothing, then it's worthless because it does not actually prove anything to a person that wasn't there. I myself do not investigate because I want to prove it to others. How does that? I myself do not investigate because I want to prove it to others. See, I want to prove if you shit. That's why data, I don't do anything. According to him, if I understand this correctly, if you collect data, it is perforce wrong. Oh. No, so no, no, it's, no, no. the data, it's true. No, you get you get confused by his structure. He, he's saying he does investigate, but not for the reason. Of oh, okay. He doesn't do it for the chicks and the money. Right. He doesn't, he doesn't does. do it for the glory. Yeah. All right. You, know, you gotta, you gotta give this guy props though. He coming up with a new genre of writing, stream of unconsciousness. <laughs> <laughs> I look for something to convince myself. So far, I'm not convinced. We're right there with you, buddy. <laughs> Your clients may have issues that make them believe that they're haunted, although they are not. Events that happen in their sleep are a mystery until they stay awake and realize that the items on the mantle move because a train goes past at the same time every night, vibrating the figurines. <laughs> I did not notice that. Uh, Social problems, senility, alcoholism, and other substance abuses, even cries for attention, might make a person claim to have had a paranormal experience. Consider the source. Learn about the clients when they call you. Ask questions. Assure them that they are not meant as a personal slight. You're simply ensuring that their perceptions were not affected by other influences. Learn the area. Take baseline readings for temperature, electromagnetic fields. Take photographs in a lighted room to look for possible sources of artifacts such as lens flares and base sound recordings. Know what's in an area before you start recording it. And control what gets added to the area after you start. If you hear footsteps and it was another investigator entering the room, you need to know that later when you only have the sound and can't see the cause. Learn your equipment. Know what it can and can't do. Anything? Like, yeah. <laughs> know how dust particles appear on your camera and how sensitive your sound recording devices are. Does your full motion video recorder have a low light or infrared setting? Should you use it? Sure, what why not? Should you set on your EMF sensor? Does your, What's laser, that? Does your laser thermometer get affected what? by cold temperature? <laughs> Uh, well, it shows right here you've got laser fever. <laughs> I've got you now, Flash Gordon. <laughs> temperature of the core of the Earth. <laughs> Wait, are you guys saying show... you don't have laser thermometers? We, we don't. 
I'm sorry, I haven't subscribed to Omni in a while. <laughs> does your laser thermometer get affected by cold temperatures between it and the wall? Or does it only tell you the temperature of the wall? I don't know where you're inserting it to get the... I, fuck. Learn yeah. the history of the location as well. What happened there? Does the history corroborate anything you found? Don't let the team know too much about the history of the place until after you finish the investigation and then try to corroborate. Tell your investigators that it was a mortuary at some point and people will start smelling formaldehyde. But if they don't know and later say, it was weird, but at one point I thought I smelled formaldehyde because you were putting it right next to my face and you thought that it was chloroform. <laughs> That's still just a personal experience, not evidence. But the perception will not have been influenced by prior knowledge. And study. Study methods of experienced investigators and learn methods at work. When you go on an investigation, the client has asked you there because they expect you to be the expert. Don't disappoint them. The main purpose of this post is to open a thread on the technical aspects of paranormal investigating. It's a place to post personal experiences, thoughts, questions, and ideas, and to discuss the technicalities of the field. So, if you're curious, experienced, or just want to share an anecdote, chime in. Happening. <laughs> I just want to show up in front of these people, like wearing a sheet and going, Ooh, you're wasting your life. Happening. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand any of what he said. God damn. So, if I can summarize, you know, be a skeptic about this, except when you're not, and you're not supposed to be a skeptic, because you're not supposed to be proving things. But sometimes you got to prove things. Anyways, make sure equipment works, anecdotal evidence is good, except when it isn't, and have fun. <laughs> yeah, that works. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> he goes know, through all this stuff. I just, the part, it is like, learn the list, history of the location as well. It's like, make sure your scientific equipment works. Be skeptical, and also not skeptical. Also, anecdotal evidence is <laughs> the best thing. I just cannot get over that part. Hey, Kumquat, would you like to read your own finding here? <laughs> I would love to. All right. Nothing would give me a greater this is, pleasure. This is a this is an idea um, post from the unofficial fan site. When the excrement hits the fan. Uh oh. The popular saying is that if something unpleasant and or messy is about to happen, then it is like excrement hitting a fan. Holy the saying, excrement. <laughs> the saying comes from the idea that if you throw excrement at a working fan, then the material will be splattered over anything or anyone standing in front of the fan. But would this really happen? This excrement is intercoursed up. <laughs> I recall that this was done as a visual gag in the film Aeroplane. With the result, the fan simply stopped with the material having stuck to the blades as a solid mass. Was it was it called aeroplane in other countries? It was, yes. In that Great Britain. Makes sense. Equipment, setup, and testing. It's MB will naturally require a couple of fans of different sizes. Later testing may require custom fans and blades, but these should be simple to make. MB may wish to look into creating a screen to prevent any of the material from getting into the motor without cutting off the air vents needed to cool the motor. <laughs> the Aww. material for testing doesn't need to be the real thing. What? In fact, <laughs> In fact, it probably would be best if it isn't, if only so whoever tests this doesn't spend the rest of their life being required to stand 30 feet downwind at all times. Well, thanks. Now I don't have a boner anymore, jerk. <laughs> In a pinch, brownie mixing cream corn will do. MB would be better placed by finding or making a material that has the same consistency as the real material. This would have several advantages, excluding health concerns, in that the material could be altered to have different consistencies, as well as being dyed a bright color, both to mollify sensors and so that any ejected material from the test can be more easily seen. The fan is placed in a fixed position in front of the wall that is either painted or covered by a white sheet. The person throwing the material is likewise covered by a white jumpsuit. <laughs> I can hear the fapping. <laughs> oh, oh, that was it's me. Very important Sorry. That they're white. <laughs> <laughs> why why is the microphone? Just a my second. Uh, you know, I was never into scat, but you added a fan, and some I couldn't resist myself. <laughs> The overalls the and wall are examined for signs that any material has been thrown out from the fan after the material has been thrown at the fan. 
Testing should start with small fans in their lowest settings, gradually moving up to larger and more powerful fans at higher settings. Uh-huh. If this still fails to produce any splatter, building a part more powerful fan with metal blades and with a much higher RPM should be done to see exactly what it takes to get any significant splatter. This myth could be coupled with other fan myths. I'm thinking of a myth about rotating fan blades being able to deflect or protect against bullets. Clearly the Boring. fans use this test. <laughs> Clearly the fans used for this test could be reused for testing that myth or something similar. Can, can I can I request that Bunny Bread reads the next one? Okay, so I want to be Draco. All right. Lol, I love this one. Okay, seeing as one of my tasks is cleaning up dog excrement, I can attest to the fact that it comes in all manner of consistencies, from rock-hard nuggets to oh. pure liquid with little... Oh, God. Oh. It seems to be a difference in what the dogs are fed. Jesus. There would be a difference in result due to which type was tossed at the fan. My prediction would be that something akin the consistency to just firmer than soft serve would be the highest spread. And yes, I heartily agree that they should not use the real thing, mainly for health reasons due to the amount of harmful parasites that it can harbor. Plus, I just want to save it, you know, for my own personal yeah. life. Never mind. I really, I really think that uh, that we need to post that guy's uh, signature Web. picture. No, no, no! You need to go to his website right now. Go to his, oh, you well, you need to go to his cafe press. Yeah. Night oh well, hello there. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> see, he says. See, the thing is, he says it's his job to take care of the dog droppings, but I don't know. I, I get the feeling from his cafe press and everything. It's more of a hobby. Yeah, this is... There's a picture on the cafe press of a fox holding a clover in its mouth that says, I'm Irish, what's your excuse? I really don't want to know what that picture means at all. I'm not retarded! I do not want to know the intended meaning of that. <laughs> Second up, what we have was uh, when we were looking at the uh, the, the fan page, um, there was a, a post from a, a woman um, who is a Mythbusters fan who just had a link, um, and she is a furry artist um, who does a series called Conquista Dogs. Yes. Now, how this happened was great. Is that we were reading the the MythBusters thing, and we read the uh, what about the Ghost Hunter thing that was just like I said, stream of unconsciousness, and then this was the next post by this person. Now, you know, usually on these reading these kind of things, we'll find something that warrants its own episode, or that would just warrant its own little reading. But with this episode, we're just like, you know what? Let's go off on that tangent. Let's see where it goes, and. <laughs> That was a rabbit hole full of stereo, you know, ethnic stereotype dogs. That was pretty amazing. <laughs> so what we have is, uh, oh, what is what is her name? Oh, Foxy. Yes, this is a, this is an artist called Foxy, and uh, it's about her and it's about her characters. Yeah, and this also proves that you know the crazy cat lady that lives out in the Midwest. Well, apparently you can do the same thing except with dogs. Oh, sure. Making their mark on the new world. Wait, I love he's implying they're just taking a dump on it. <laughs> I want to. I want to just try to like just read you the comic. Just like okay, so there's two dogs, right? And one is like a border collie, and then the other one is more like a I don't know, like a schnauzer or something. And okay, so this is this is the comic. So the schnauzer says hi. I'm uh-oh, what's your name? Right? So that's the setup. Okay, keep that's going. Keep going. I'm okay. just getting started. Here's, here's the punchline. The Border Collie says, click treat. 
<laughs> oh my god, it's hilarious. It's funny because it's true. Right. You can get that on a pillow. <laughs> what? 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 Hey, if you have to Once ask, again, I'll know read it, it again. I'll read it again because it might have sort over your head. So the Schnauzer says, Hi, I'm Uh Oh, what's your name? And then the Border uh -oh. Collie says, Click treat. <laughs> Man, it gets better every time we hear it. <laughs> uh, See, it, it operates on so many different it, levels. You know? I like... get anyone that don't get it. I don't understand, I... Ack. I'll cut you to splinters, you villainous fiend, for my bark is worse than... For my bite is worse than your bark. Grr, and yep, yep. The art <laughs> might not be visible. It's hard to tell, but that's actually a tree that the dog is threatening. Get it? <laughs> oh, I, I thought it was. I thought it was excrement. I thought it was like a cliff face <laughs> or something, but no, it's a it's a tree. And see, apparently his dog likes to attack the tree. Okay, this might be just for a totally different podcast, but at some at some point, we should really read these character bios for each of the dogs and conquista dogs. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, we should. Sure, we could have okay. a conquista dogs radio play special. Wait, hang the on. The Dogs Radio Podcast! Yes! <laughs> There's real-life pictures of all the Conquista dogs. Yeah, and the last yeah, one that's... is, like, this poor yeah, dog that totally in, like, been... this backyard full of shit. <laughs> yeah, because posting the real-life pictures and then the uh, drawings that you made of them standing up in a Conquista wrap, it isn't creepy at all. Yeah. Oh, they all have really yeah. stupid names, too. In every dog, there lies a hidden persona. <laughs> <laughs> there is a hidden world that dog owners do not know or perceive, where our beloved four-pod friends travel when their paws are a-twitter and twitching. Have you ever wondered what they are dreaming about? Yes, what vast world they are exploring. This webpage is dedicated to the artwork of the Conquista Dogs, a grand world that <laughs> which we two-leggers can only imagine. <laughs> yes! I still wouldn't go see it, but... <laughs> I, 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 like the, I like the shitty computer graphics behind the, like, terrible... Yeah, that's pretty, good. that's pretty good. Wow, you can see, the, you can you know see all the polygon back there. All right, you um... know what? I, I gotta say, after Beverly Hills Chihuahua, I could see this happening. <laughs> All right, uh, Aether, I, I now dub you Don Keylipso. All right. Don <laughs> Keylipso. I'm trying to find a link. For I, could, I could do oh, the whole thing in that voice. They kill my vocal cords, but I could just keep going. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see if I can do this one. All right. In real life, she was my beloved Shetland sheepdog, Calypso. A loyal and dutiful companion who loved to chase trees on walks. Her antics reminded me very much of Don Quixote with his windmills, and the story began. Her real-life adventure ended in spring of 2008 when she passed on from kidney failure. She may be gone, but her adventures are only beginning. Wait, they are? I, I don't well, understand. I just, I just have no, to man, say... She's going off the dog Valhalla. With every detail, this page just gets less and less creepy. There's a poem. Sancho Fizgig. A Pomeranian with all the grit and guts. Fizgig does not know his own size is quite small. Doesn't bother him one bit. Sancho Fizgig is Don Quilipso's companion in exploration. Ready to take on the world and more. He is loyal and dedicated to her. He hopes one day to become more than just a sword carrier. <laughs> she never will. Like I said, less and less creepy. Uh, yes. Can I, can I do the next one? Yes. <clears throat> this is Parker de Leon, a great <laughs> explorer of the world. Parker's curiosity knows no bounds. He has a lust for life and many other things for that matter. Oh. This grand conquistador is searching for the fountain of eternal love. Or is that life? <laughs> well, this rough collie does get a bit confused every so often. He is based on Parker, a retired show collie who lives with me. <laughs> and for the character, they spelled Parker P-A-R-C-Q-U-E-R. What the fuck, Kumquat? How did you find that? I, I don't know, but you should all... I, I've been laughing 
silently. I had to put myself on mute because I've been wow. laughing for the last five minutes straight. Okay. Uh, up next is Ash. Ash is portrait portrays him as a missile American war warrior. Yes. My devoted border collie is obsessed with the game of fetch. He is a nut overflowing with charm, wit, and character. <laughs> a real charmer. His alter ego is based on the Mesoamerican players of old, an El Dogrado ball court warrior and guardian. Let no one stand be him, between him and his goal. Also, <laughs> he's a sexy little fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is Tally. Tally. Callison makes the perfect shaman in training. Another Pomeranian who is unaware of her size. This Eldogradian imp wants to take on a whole of the new world. Where her little paws tread, treble is sure to follow. Coming oh. <laughs> this fall from Disney Adventure on Fox Kids. <laughs> Oh, oh, I have to do Maya. I have to. It's yep. a requirement. Alright. <clears throat> Alright, so this is Maya. Maya cuts a powerful pose. A Britney with a tooth. She's a kind soul if a bit excitable. In El Dorado, she is the assistant to a shaman learning the discipline of the spiritual arts. She's learning. We all need to start somewhere. Um, what? Okay. <laughs> I'm really, I, I, I don't think I emphasized the use of the word "tood" there enough. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. What about Max? Max doesn't even have an actual drawing. Poor Max <laughs> Finally, Max. Around in some shit water. <laughs> shit water. Max's portrait is in the works as he has a brand new addition to the crew. Being along into a friend of mine, Max will become a member of the neighboring tribe of the Eldorado locals. A fellow ball warrior, Max will forever be trying to light paw the. Ball. What? What? <laughs> yeah. You heard him. Come on, man. Max will forever be trying to light Paul the ball from the El Degradians. problem. Your problem is that you're trying to assume this is even remotely logical. It's not. Just carry on. Well, it takes. It talks about light balling. Like we're just supposed to be familiar with this term. Light paw. Yeah, we're we're trying to be familiar with the with the world where there are dog Aztec warriors. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Oh my God, there's so much of this. <laughs> Stay tuned for more artwork on this ongoing project. Oh, I definitely will. I will definitely be tuned yes. in. And I love under the uh, back. Stay tuned for more artwork. It's back to the sane world, if you can call it that. Yeah. Hang on, the sane world, dude. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well, I'm changed for the better. I would like to learn about this woman who did this. She, she, Jesus Christ, she has the money right. from hell. Yeah. Oh. All right. Oh. Who feels like Nightbird, a.k.a. Foxy, a.k.a. Jenny Brass, a.k.a. Silvernail? Well, greetings. Let me tell you a little about myself and introduce you to my corner of the woods. Woods don't have corners. <laughs> <laughs> Mine does. <laughs> you got it out in very specific I'm a self-taught lifelong artist who has a passion for trying new things. This exploration has led to a vast number of mediums, which currently include pencil, pen and ink, <laughs> marker, watercolor, acrylic, computer artwork, both 2 and 3D. Whoa. A vast number of mediums, like what they use in elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also experienced with glue hey, and hey, scissors. Hey, now. He's working on paint paint. <laughs> and construction paper, don't forget that. <laughs> both 2 and 3D, man. That's a lot of Ds. <laughs> Though I took art classes in high school and college, most of my skills and techniques come from exploring and reapplying tips and tricks learned from simply doing it. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Take that, nerds learning Kandinsky. <laughs> Always happy to foster new artistic talents. I am a firm 
believer in tutoring others, and I'm always happy to share a tidbit with interested artists. Firm believer. She ain't got no firm nothing on her whole fucking body. <laughs> hey, 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 that mullet looks pretty firm. That's true. <laughs> that shit is pretty uh, No, it's described as a unique haircut. Thank you. <laughs> uh, it has led to some online tutoring through a few art websites and several lasting friendships with people in other countries. The nature of this development has led to my unique style of anthropomorphic art. What? Only one on the internet who does furry porn. What a shock! I can't read other furry stuff. They fuck. My furries, they make love. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh. Badly drawn furry shit. Oh god. My current focus on dogs comes from working in the pet care industry where I work play and train with other dog lovers. <laughs> I love the second. <laughs> you can do it. Believe in yourself. <laughs> With other dog lovers whose unique sense of humor has caught fire. Nothing is funny anymore. I like the unique sense of humor. Hey, you know what would be funny? If we dressed these dogs up in robes and then fucked them. Ha-ha, right, guys? Let's you know, hey, you know. with dressing them up. I like my dogs naked. I, mean, <laughs> I like my dogs in high heels. It, it caught fire from the chihuahua of the dynamite. <laughs> oh. The pen name Foxy. I sign my artwork, Foxy, as the name reflects my love of that animal. The name was given to me by my high school art teacher. No, it wasn't. Oh, God. That's, that's really gross. So, so she was fucking the, the high school art teacher? No, no, it's more like... Jenny, could you please just stop, just stop showing up after hours? <laughs> That's a nice drawing of a dog, Foxy. I want to see this guy now. Oh God, the teacher who I feel had the greatest influence on my life. <laughs> yes, John McCoy, you were responsible for all of this. <laughs> well, he's he's had twenty five to life to reflect on his influence. <laughs> Maybe he was just idly singing some Jimi Hendrix, and she was like, "He's like, ooh, foxy lady," and she's like, "I've got a nickname, and it's perfect." Oh God, I'm working towards turning my hobby into a career in the arts because of him. <laughs> Exploring art in his class led me to explore many directions I would never have otherwise taken. Oh, we see that. We definitely see that. Even my wallpaper in the background shows just how many avenues I've explored. Okay, this is an audio podcast, so you're not seeing this, but the it's it's just more furry shit in the background. That's all the avenues. All the avenues hey, are furry. Hey, 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 there's some dragons, too. I think there's a grandma in there. Yeah, shit, man. I think there's a dragon. It's a furry dragon. I think I'm seeing a dragon dog here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, uh, John noticed early on how many of these frequently drawn chars were foxes, and before long, Foxy was all she called me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry I, about this. <laughs> oh, God. You know what? If you committed suicide, you'd still have a lot to answer for right now. I know. Shit. Dude, just wrap your work. I'm like a super saiyan stuffed in a checkered shirt. All you motherfuckers wanna come and test the verse. Listen up, hear them players that'll get you hurt. And for our last segment, we have something special. Now, 
the F plus was started with kind of a group of friends that met online, met through games, and we all kind of know each other. And for the most part, we kind of do the podcast for us. Now, you know, we want friends from outside that group, and we're not trying to block it from anyone or, you know, do too many in jokes, hopefully. But, you know, it was kind of started as that and hopefully branch out from there. And so when we find out we have a friend, or a fan rather, that is outside of that group, then it's really exciting. And apparently we found that. Uh, there's a person on Twitter posting as Tenshi Ray that posted on our Twitter that one of her new uh, favorite podcasts is the F+. And Yay. it's very exciting. Thank you so much for uh, listening, Tenshi Ray, and we hope you're enjoying it. And so as a special thank you to our new fan, uh, we thought we'd give your Twitter the F+, treatment. That's not to say that your Twitter is necessarily badly written, but, you know, why not? So this enjoy. what we do to people we like. Exactly. So we hope you with no delay. Fuck you, mom and dad. We're here to say Japan is better than the USA. Pull out the ones you want. Oh, can I can I do seeing Jack give someone a faith based pep talk? Okay. Seeing Jack give a give someone a faith based pep talk is the most adorable thing ever. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, crazy with grief, Richard Alpert is freaking me out! Just watching Lost these days is like watching fan fiction. Alex and Ben with normal lives, all. <laughs> Ben's dad's old man makeup is not very convincing. I'll feel bad if he's actually an old dude. You know, she probably like not want to be a, not want us to be her favorite podcast after this. <laughs> Carry on. This is how we show our love. <laughs> Fuck you for listening to us. Now we mock you. There are lots of boys with crushes on me. Third graders. Oh, no! <laughs> Wait, I want to do I want to do this one. Japanese character! Japanese character! Japanese character! <laughs> hey, that's my favorite! Oh, man. Oh, 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 you I pronounced got... one of them wrong. Kiwi Experiment Trial 2! Mm-mm-ow! 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 Ow! Ow! Curse your titan! Ate whale for lunch today. It was delicious. I feel guilty. <laughs> Something's quacking outside. I'm scared. Watch this week's Lost. <laughs> Got her her dead for much cheaper than expected. Plus the three five minute massage is always a winner. Oh, here's a shock. Here's finally, <laughs> finally bought some manga. Man, it's cheap here. I hope it helps me work up to real books. <laughs> you know, I think I think for this particular section, we should flip it around. This is enthusiastic things read terribly. <laughs> Aldo's got stuck in an endless cycle of puking and cleaning the sink. Now I know how much my mother loves me. <laughs> oh. Got a free face towel in the mall from the gas company. What up, y'all? <laughs> Jealous. Damn. She was all like, "Man, I'd like to wipe my face, and also I'd like to look at my. I'd also like to look at my gas bill." Oh, hey, it's my lucky day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that certainly was not organized in any we way. That we would laugh for that part. <laughs> Indeed. Well, what did you learn today, John? I learned that tangents are fun. Also, farting girls on TV is the best. Yeah, I, I, I pretty much had you know whatever suspicions. Um, more or less confirmed about it that that I knew people were going to be just be creepy about the girl one. I knew people were going to be up in arms over 
like you didn't do it right on silly TV show. Um, yeah. And also that I will never not be entertained by furries. <laughs> right. You know, it's, a, it's an automatic win right there. Well, you know, if I can make a bigger point about it, it's just these type of people I think always existed. It's just that the internet gave them a place to thrive. It's like the bacteria and whatever has always been there, but now we just have this giant interconnected Petri dish and we just see all these kinds breeding. And it's something yeah. you never would have noticed if we had not had the material here to see it happen. You know, and and we're not we're not television commentators. This isn't really a reflection on the show itself. Um, you know, we're internet commentators. But I do want to say Much better if, than TV if for any strange, crazy, backwards reason there might be some sort of Mythbusters producer. Um Number one, get rid of that narrator. That is fucking terrible. And number two, um, stop listening to your forums. Like, it's not doing you any favors. Like, they're not going to be satisfied. You're in, like, your seventh season now. They're still going to freak out about whatever. There's no point. Yeah, and on another note, uh, as to the people making uh, furry-drawn fanfiction of their dogs exploring the new world. <laughs> Keep on doing what you're doing. You're doing please, the good Lord's work. Please, it's excellent. We really, we really like seeing it. You're gonna make a career out of it one day. Um, you should, you should put more of the the watermarks on your images because that and helps. I, I'd like to, I'd like to, <laughs> exactly. And I'd like to really cement this home. Um, the whole thing about talk, doing ten shoes Twitter. This really is a, one of these things. It's not like the other. And that Twitter is something other than the first two. I just like to really <laughs> point that out. Anyway, it's a, lot. it's a fun it's a fun Twitter, and it's normal, and there's nothing wrong with it. You know, you like Lost, it's cool. It's just we had to do the voices because you're a fan. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's all we got for this week. Uh, you know, we're gonna not take weeks off so much anymore. Hopefully, hopefully, and we'll be back at you. Talk to you soon. All right, thanks for listening. Whatever we put it. I like to imagine um, that I like to imagine that uh, the AO's uh, living room looks like the uh, sort of garage of uh, Doc Brown and Back to the Future when uh, <laughs> wouldn't be where, so where, off so he's got a Rube Goldberg device feeding his dog. Yeah, but like I was, I was thinking of like the uh, the amplifier setup that uh, oh yes that Michael J. Fox plugged his guitar into. This week on MythBusters, so <laughs> could Alex P. Keaton play a guitar that blew him across the room? <laughs> Then, that redhead chick dances around in her panties for 20 minutes. <laughs> hmm. How can we bring shit into this? <laughs> and then fart. Uh, I'm Excitable Goatee Guy, and I'm Walrus Beret. <laughs> <laughs> this is Mythbusters.